Do you take me for a fool or something? The whole thing is a hoax perpetrated by the power brokers and the lobbyists. You are hopeless. Listen, Kevin, no way am I going to sacrifice on the job or at home because some eggheads say we're running out of fuel. You know, I've got a lot of things to do. I've got places to go. I've got a lot of living to do. When I get up in the morning, I turn on all the lights. The temperature is warming. Those are my American rights. I take a long, hot shower, then blow dry my curly locks. I shave with electric power and invest in utility stocks. Invest in utility stocks. I'm the great American consumer. Maybe we run out in a thousand years Those are simply unproven fears Who cares what some master of oversell says The problem's not mine, it's someone else's I leave the house with a thermostat Set at 75 Leave the TV on for the cat Before I start my drive I climb into my big V8 And speed my way to the job Going 70 feels just great. I'm no slow poking slob. He's no slow poking slob. I'm the great American consumer. I will not be refused. Don't believe that shortage rumor. Why energy is here to be used. Energy is here to be used. Now it could be that the time will come when we'll wonder where the next watt is coming from. But when that time comes, I'll be gone. Now the whole subject just makes me yawn. Hi ho, hi who? Let's waste a BTU. You are listening to WDBX 91.1 FM, Community Radio for Southern Illinois. Are you ready for the end of the world? This is Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. You know what? Let's bring back the circle again. The circle of family, the circle of friends, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is your community spirit coming at you live, local, and in your face here on WDBX 91.1 FM. My name is Tree Song. I will be your host today. Or Danny Juman is off on one of his many solar adventures. Uh, it's summertime outside, the sun is shining, and uh, Orr is off there harvesting that sunshine and turning it into information for people. Information, education, 
for people interested in renewables. But we're holding on the fort here at WDBX. Uh, I've got plenty of news, happenings, uh, all sorts of good stuff queued up for you today. If you have anything to send our way, my email address is treesong at treesong.org. All sorts of things you can send to me. Get them here on the air. In the meantime, there was a song uh, called The Great American Consumer. It was actually part of a little uh, uh, 14-minute or so long skit from the uh, the oil, uh, the I guess the oil crisis of the 70s, uh, the energy crisis, uh, because because of course that was a thing of the past that went away, right? Uh, we've got unlimited amounts of oil. Uh, that that guy, that guy certainly seemed to think so. <laughs> All right, going to get you a little bit more music here, and then we will get on to some of the news. Let's get started with some of the news. Now, this, at this point, I almost feel kind of reluctant to even call climate change news news because climate change has been happening for a while now. But uh, we've got a bit of climate change new, and the information may be new to you. This one is called How We Know We're Causing Global Warming uh, in One Handy Graphic. Now, sadly, I've been working on it, but I have not developed the radio technology to transmit an image into your brain. Uh, but they say pictures worth a thousand words. I use less than a thousand words to convey what this has to offer. Um, basically, there are different uh, scientific uh, indicators that would indicate uh, whether or not uh, human activity is causing a global warming, a global change in the climate. And... Uh, some of the uh, uh, indicators are a shrinking upper atmosphere, less heat escaping to space, uh, cooling in the upper atmosphere, uh, rising uh, tropopause, uh, winter warming faster than summer, less oxygen in the air, more fossil fuel carbon in the air, uh, more heat returning to Earth, uh, pattern of ocean warming, uh, nights warming faster than days. Uh, more fossil fuel carbon in trees. Uh, yeah, a lot of these signs, you know, I- any any number of these, several of these would be strong indicators. And the fact of the matter is uh, that we are seeing signs in all of these indicators. Uh, if you want more info on that, you can go to a website I've mentioned here before, skepticalscience.com. They've got that graphic there and also a lot more on the background one of the things I like about their site is that they have both a beginner and an intermediate level for many of the articles. So, you know, I'll admit I'm not a climatologist, so I'll go there and I'll read the beginning, uh, beginner level. But then you click on the other tab and it's got intermediate level. 
which gets into some of the more complex technical debates about the data. But even on that page, it still seems pretty clear human behavior is affecting the climate. Let's get into one more story here. Out with the old, in with the new. Uh, Replacing a crappy old coal plant with green urban development. Uh, This actually sounds like an exciting plan. Uh, Just outside D.C., there's an iconic battle underway, pitting the dirty old 20th century versus the clean, green, urban 21st century. Now, here's what the situation is. Just south of Reagan Airport, on the Virginia shore of the Potomac River, sits the Potomac River Generating Station. This is a coal-fired power plant. Um, it's everything terrible you can imagine about the U.S. coal fleet wrapped into one toxic hole. It's 60 years old, which means it's past its planned lifespan. doesn't have any modern pollution controls. It's only running at 20% capacity, so it's, it's not really doing as much as it was intended to. But that's already enough to pollution to kill an estimated 37 people and cause over 600 asthma attacks every year. Uh, they've been fined recently as May uh, of this year for numerous violations of the Clean Air Act permit. And to boot, uh, this uh, piece of history is squatting on 25 acres of incredibly valuable urban land. So it doesn't exactly sound like a friendly neighbor. And uh, I, w- I wonder what they could do with that land if it weren't home to a, uh, a obnoxious, uh, polluting, aging coal plant. Well, apparently some people have ideas about that. Uh, they've got a... Uh, well, first, the mayor, Vince Gray, uh, he ex- at first expressed some reservations about shutting down the plant uh, until a research firm called Analysis Group issued a report finding that the plant could be shut down without threatening the reliability of the area's electricity supply. So you can... I mean, I can understand they're worried about electricity, so if they find out they can shut it down without threatening their electricity supply, that's a good thing. Uh, And it also would cut CO2 emissions by 600,000 tons every year if they shut it down and reduce the incidence of ground-level NOx and SO2 uh, during the unhealthy summer months. So uh, Gray is leaning towards closure. So uh, leaning, I guess, is a step in the right direction. But there's this exciting proposal that's been put out to, by the American Clean Skies Foundation to create this new, uh, I want to call it a monument, but it's sort of like a little city. It's the uh, Potomac River Green. It would re- replace the plant with a residential and commercial development, a revitalized waterfront, and to boot, an energy museum and education center, all of it built to lead standards. Now, it's an exciting idea. It may sound like a pie-in-the-sky idea. It will uh, cost some money to... Uh, create the project. They're estimating around $450 million. Um, But they are also estimating over $1.53 billion in new direct spending in the region. Uh, It would also boost city and state tax revenue by $27 million. 
That's quite an improvement over an ugly, suit-belching ice store parked on the shore. Now, I wanted to share this story because it's exciting to me. You know, you've, if we're going to make a difference in, in climate change and in our relationship with the environment in general, we've got to have vision. So it, it takes a certain amount of vision to be sitting there on the banks of the Potomac looking at that, that huge plant belching out all that CO2 and say, you know what, we could turn that into a little, a little uh, ecological development with a museum about energy history, with residences, with uh, shopping. It takes a lot of vision. And there may soon be green space there, but only if the residents of Washington, D.C., and the entire country uh, really, really pressure for it. Because, as you may know, there's a lot of pressure for coal, too. Let's see. Other news, new LCD screens will make your iPhone solar-powered. Now, this article mentions iPhones. I'm sure it could help any other number of other phones. Uh, what if you could simply leave your phone face-up on the table or windowsill in order to trickle charge and extend its battery? What if the same technology that turned its screen into a photovoltaic panel also made its display significantly more efficient than current displays, leading to increased battery life even if you're in a cave? Now, that's a new por- technology they're working on called Polarizing Organic Photovoltaic. Uh, it it's, sounds pretty exciting. Uh, they basically, uh, objects called polarizers, switch on and off to shade the light coming through the screen from a device's backlight. It harvests the light that would normally be blocked and absorbed uh, by the phone itself, making it 75% more efficient than conventional polarizers, even when you're in the dark. And the harvesting light capacity means that it can uh, recover energy from the phone's backlight, and it can harvest sunlight from the, a- the ambient light. So it's just like the solar-powered calculators we used to have. But instead, it can communicate with the world. All right, let's get to another bit of news here. Daredevils rowing to North Pole to draw attention to climate change. In order to draw attention to the perilous state of the Arctic... Scottish adventurer Josh Wishart teamed up with five other fellows to row 500 miles across the Arctic Sea, starting from Resolute Bay in Canada. The journey should take four to six weeks, and the men will row in three-hour shifts in order to stave off fatigue. This epic, never-before-attempted row is possible, you guessed it, only because climate change has reduced the volume of ice in the Arctic. The team's core message is that if you're not paying attention to the North Pole, you really ought to be. For example, it just came out that the Arctic ice cap is currently in a death spiral, quote-unquote, from which it will not recover until humans either enact an exotic geoengineering plan or go extinct. <laughs> now, that's, that's sort of a pessimistic statement there, but there's also uh, some truth to it from the science. There are certain, uh, certain turning points you come across in changes in the climate, 
and the Arctic seems to have hit one of those. It's spiraling downward into less and less ice, and the ice may just go away. Let's talk about some holidays. There's always something to celebrate. Uh, there's always interesting things going on, days to note. Uh, we try to share some of those here on Your Community Spirit. Today is the 224th day of the year. We, we've made it through most of the year, it seems. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> there are 141 days left in the year. So let's see what holidays we've got on tap this week. We've got Friday is Kool-Aid Days. Uh, it's also UN International Youth Day, and it is Vinyl Record Day. Uh, you may not be aware of this, but we have some shows here on WDBX that play vinyl records. Uh, it's exciting technology. It's uh, I'm personally tied into the computer world, so I tend to play CDs and digital music, but uh, vinyl has a special analog quality that cannot easily be captured by digital. Uh, ironically enough, it's also the anniversary of the IBM Personal Computer. And the sewing machine. And it's the birthday of Cecil B. DeMille. So tomorrow is National Garage Sale Day. So if you're looking to sell your garage, <laughs> tomorrow is the day. It's also the Sturgeon Moon. It's the birthday of Alfred Hitchcock, the director, and Anne Oxley, the markswoman. It's Independence Day in the Central African Republic and Women's Day in Tunisia coming up on the 13th of August. Let's see. Sunday uh, is the Navajo Nation's Navajo Code Talkers Day. Now, if you're not familiar with that, during World War II, they had uh, the uh, Navajo uh, service people serve as code talkers because uh, their language was not known by people in other parts of the world. So they were able to use it to communicate with one another, and it couldn't be decoded because it wasn't some sort of secret code. It was just a language that nobody knew, <laughs> except for the people speaking it. All right, let's see. Uh, coming up, we've got the Festival of Hungry Ghosts in China and Independence Day in Pakistan. Monday is Best Friends Day. Now, me, it's it's hard for me to choose bests in life. You know, I have I have several really close friends and lots of really good friends. Uh, but if you have that best friend, Monday is the day. And if you don't, you can get together a group of your best friends and do something fun together. So it's also National Relaxation Day. So you can get together with your friends and do something relaxing, meditate, go for a nice little walk outdoors, something fun but relaxing. <laughs> Let's see, it's the anniversary of the Panama Canal, also the anniversary of Woodstock, and the birthday of Napoleon Bonaparte. I didn't know he was born at Woodstock. All right, Tuesday is, uh, let's see, the anniversary of the Harmonic Convergence. That was a particular astronomic alignment that occurred a while back. A lot of people thought that we were all going to, uh, I don't know, ascend to the cosmos or become amazing enlightened beings. I don't quite know if that's happened yet. <laughs> uh, it's also Minata's birthday coming up on Tuesday. Wednesday is the birthday of Mae West. And Thursday is Bad Poetry Day. 
Now, for some people, every day is Bad Poetry Day, but Thursday is a special day to celebrate bad poetry. It's also the anniversary of the birth control pills. A lot to celebrate there for people who use them. And the anniversary of mail order catalogs. Although I don't think the birth control pills were available in the first mail order catalogs. Happenings. I don't know. You think anything's happening in, in, in this town, in this region, in this world? I suspect there is. If you have happenings to send my way so that we can mention them here on the radio and help make them happen, my email address is treesong at treesong.org. Now, especially if you're not someone I already know, it's very important to put in the subject line of the email, uh, radio, uh, radio or community events, because then I'll know what you're getting at. Because I get all sorts of strange emails from people I don't know trying to sell me things, uh, medicines I don't need. <laughs> and uh, that little indicator in the subject line will be sure that your happening catches my eye. It's treesong at treesong.org. So happenings we've got on tap already for this week. Rice and Spice, the international slow food dinner. Rice and Spice is always a good time, and it's always going on. Fridays at 6 p.m. onward at Guy House Interfaith Center. Uh, they usually gather around 6, start the cooking. Uh, they may gather together in small groups earlier, depending on how big of a cooking job they have that day. Usually dinner gets out around 7, sometime between 6 and 7. And uh, there's a different theme each week. Since we're still in the summer, we're still taking it easy and not focusing too much on themes. It's focusing on good food shared with good people. However, there is an exciting opportunity coming up. If you would like to be one of the special featured chefs for uh, Rice and Spice, you can email me at treesong at treesong.org, and we'll get you on the schedule. Usually we have a theme, uh, different international cuisine from a different country, or a different region in the U.S., or holiday cuisine if your favorite holiday is coming up. So you can be a part of that process. You can help make one of those themes happen but only if you get in touch with us and let us know you're interested. In the meantime, it's going on tonight. I know I plan on being there, and hopefully we'll see you there. And once again, that's over at uh, Gaia House, 913 South Illinois, here in Carbondale. Another Carbondale event going on tonight. As often happens on a Friday night, Carbondale is a busy place, hopping with activity. And one of those activities is the Friday Night Fair. It happens on Fridays at 6 p.m. at the Town Square Pavilion, located on the corner of Illinois and Maine in Carbondale. This fair features local, homegrown, and handmade products and services. They basically go out to the pavilion and around the pavilion with all of these information tables, Local products you can buy, lots of fun stuff out there. 
and they also have free live music. Those are three of the most fun words in Southern Illinois. Free live music. <laughs> this week, they, I've heard they're going to have the multi, multi-genre jam band Moving Mary. Uh, but they've always got somebody there playing some good tunes for people. And uh, I, I've been there before. I often go to Rice and Spice, so you can, if you time it just right, you can fit both in. <laughs> it's an exciting time on Fridays. All right, some other happenings. Some of our uh, weekend staples here on Your Community Spirit. We've got the Farmer's Market. It's always a good sign when the Farmer's Market is in season. That happens on Saturday mornings from 8 a.m. to noon at the West Town Mall parking lot just west of the Murdale Shopping Center. They've got all sorts of goodies out there. They've got... uh, They've got flowers, they've got crafts, they've got lots of people hanging out, and guess what? They've got fresh local veggies. That's the most exciting part of the season for me. So once again, that comes up on Saturday, 8 a.m. to noon, West Town Mall parking lot. And just when you think you've had the most exciting Saturday you could ever have at the farmer's market, there's still more to do. Uh, There's a vigil for peace over at the Town Square Pavilion on Saturday at noon, Uh, That's at the corner of Illinois and Maine in Carbondale. Uh, It's an opportunity to bear witness to the costs of war and hold out hope for the promise of peace. And you can even uh, bring along some fresh fruit or veggies to treat your fellow uh, uh, peace lovers with once you get there because it's a good opportunity to show the community that we in southern Illinois do care about finding ways to create peace. All right, now here's one I'm pretty excited about. It's the Outdoor Cleanup Day. It's a outdoor cleanup day for Guy House Interfaith Center coming up on Saturday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. This Saturday, Guy House Interfaith Center is going to be having a major outdoor cleanup day. We're going to be clearing some major biomass along with engaging a number of other outdoor maintenance and care activities and are very much in need of several weed whackers to help accomplish this. Now, we've been, we've been blessed this season with a nice alternation between warm, steamy weather and rain, which has been enjoyable, but also leads all of the grass and weeds to grow really quickly. <laughs> so I know we really do uh, need some assistance there in clearing it all out, making it all look nice and shiny for the uh, start of the new fall semester. So if you're available... Uh, you can email me at treesong at treesong.org, or you can, uh, the office number over there is 618-549-7387. Uh, let's see. Even if you're only able to help for a little while, give us a call and let us know you're heading on your way. Uh, also, uh, if you can, even if you can't be there for the fun, uh, they could use a weed whacker too for the day's efforts, especially the electric version uh, for both the ease of use and the uh, ability to charge it, the electric weed whackers are more fun. <laughs> so uh, for people who actually come and do the work, there will be pizza. So it's, it's a volunteer activity, but you do get a little bit of food. So I'm pretty excited about this. I know it is work, but I enjoy work that is for a community cause. 
especially when I get to do it with the fun people over at Guy House Interfaith Center. So hopefully I'll see you there. I, I don't use I'll admit, I don't usually get up at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning, but for something like this, I can pull it off. Alright, we've got time to squeeze in a little bit more about our happenings. We've got coming up the Kestrel Fun Program. This is coming up on Saturday, 10.30 a.m. at the Crab Orchard National Wildlife Refuge Visitor Center. That's at 8588 Route 48 in Marion. Uh, You can learn about the amazing hunting techniques of North America's smallest falcon. 10.30 to 11, they've got the Free Again Wildlife Rehab out there with a live kestrel. And 11 to 12, they've got fun kestrel activities for the family. Other outdoor Z events, rare and little-known plants. This is coming up Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. at the Carbondale Township Township Hall, 217 East Main in Carbondale. This is by the Illinois Native Plant Society. You can learn about rare and little-known plants. And finally, we have time to squeeze in one more. I'm excited about this one. It's Parsley and Sagebrush. They will be playing at the Carbondale Main Street Brown Bag Series. This is another one of those examples of the three magic words of Southern Illinois, free live music. This is happening Wednesday at 12 p.m. at the Carbondale Town Square Pavilion. They've They've been doing the Brown Bag Series for a while there, and this week we are very fortunate to have Parsley and Sagebrush. Uh, they are a singer-songwriter uh, duo. Well, singer-songwriter Candy Davis and fiddler Tom Levert will regale you with their original folkgrass ballads, funny songs, and a few bluegrass cover songs. Candy's songs celebrate local heroes and nature and let you see small miracles in seemingly ordinary settings. I can definitely agree with that description. Uh, you can bring a bag lunch, a chair to sit in, or a blanket to sit on, and a friend. There's always a breeze, and it's been pretty nice weather lately, and the concerts are free. So, Wednesday at noon at the Town Square Pavilion. Well, once again, this has been an exciting and informative Your Community Spirits. I hope you've enjoyed it nearly as much as I have. Uh, I will actually be on the air here later at 4 p.m. playing some music. Uh, in the meantime, and I will also be back next week to share some happenings. In the meantime, I hope you get out there and enjoy the lovely weather. And we'll see you here next week on the radio.